מרגישים קיץ באוויר.
how how could that relate to Kehila or the what we look for in a Kehila? Um, I think that we as modern human beings, and especially my own journey through different countries and different people and meeting um, you know it's different complete worlds, is that um, one can travel, it's okay to travel, right? It's okay to travel and learn from everyone, right? Like the Mishnah in Pekiavot says, right? Learn from everyone. Yes. Um, but that one should take this home to one's own community. Meaning that the treasure that he found that he knew there, there's a parallel actually uh, in short there's a parallel to this story actually in modern literature Paolo Coelho exactly yes the alchemist yeah. is uh, built uh, around this story yes and actually would he even admitted that yeah. he, he got this story okay. fr- from uh, from Buber's uh, the, the buried the, light right, right so it's uh, yes uh I think there is a lot in this uh, uh, in this story. Uh, first of all, follow your dreams, <laughs> um, which is something that uh, not to, never we should take for granted. Because <laughs> if you if you want there to try, so you will keep dream- dreaming about them, and uh, right. and you will keep missing them. Right. And the second thing is that uh, the man, after he's getting to Vienna, he he is afraid of uh, start digging. Like he won't do it through the day. Right. Uh, Why why won't he do it like uh, like through the day? I mean, maybe it's a suggestion that. In the end of the day, we are affected by what the but what the masses think around us. So it's a sort of idea of um, being influenced by the opinions, because he's doing it not so that well one that he doesn't need to share it, mm-hmm. two that it will look crazy. Yes. Right. So it's a worrying. He's worrying about how everyone else is going to perceive him doing this. Yes, th- there is something with this person that that his encounter with society terrifies him. Right. Like it can be, as you said, from two different reasons. Right. First of all, he's afraid that society uh, will take what he wants to have for himself. Mm-hmm. And second of all, he afraid that uh, if society will see his real face, yeah. uh, he will disappear. He, right. he won't be able to, uh, to stay part of society. Right. So here we are in a very interesting point in the story mm. when we realize that maybe when you are trying to follow your dreams, it involves going out from your own community, going out from your own society, because there is something crazy about following your dreams. Yeah. And and the beginning of of the story, as far as I see it, Mm is this guy going to Vienna and trying to avoid his community (laughs) because he wants to fulfill his own dream. Right. But then what happens? Mm -hmm. The officer shows him one thing, that uh, even if you try to avoid community, you you can never really ignore community. Mm. It's always too obvious. Right. It, it is always... Li- like, even y- if you think that uh, you left your community mm. behind, your community still see you. Right, yeah. Um, 
and uh, and here the the officer is serves like a prophet that don't mm. know wha- what his prophecy yeah uh but but uh but right. it's a it, this dialogue is a moment of catharsis right. uh for for the first for the guy f- right because it leads him then to uh, to realize uh m- maybe it wasn't there it was something else but it, it led him to action. Yes. The way I see it is that before this uh, officer, right, he was too scared and too uh, apathetic, right, to actually do something. Um, and I think that um, is clear that, it for at least for me, it's clear that um, this symbolizes sort of the uh, um, fear that most of us have in front of doing new things right so i mean actually doing them not just saying that we're gonna to be you know gonna do them or or uh, for example the fear that one could have if one goes to israel with a new group of people on a trip yes. you don't know the language you don't know the place you don't know the culture Um, you know you you still have a bubble of people that you would have you would be with, yes, but, but the there fear is still itself, a whole community yeah. that terrifies you yes, and I think for me at least uh it symbolizes or this symbolizes the fact that no, it's important to go and do that. It's important to to expose yourself to that type of fear in order to grow, yes and The only way to to learn to resist this kind of fear in some sort of way it's to get busted yeah like only when you get busted th- then you realize uh, that the consequences are not what you expected right. them to be but yeah. here I want to rewind huh? again because okay, uh, Because the consequences are exactly what you expect what uh, he expected yeah. <laughs> because the officer see him and is saying to him well, you are crazy yeah you yeah. are crazy yeah. <laughs> you are following your dreams yeah who will do such a thing yeah uh, and here uh, here Rabbi Nachman right. uh, is just playing with us he's mm. just puzzling with us because he When the officer says to him, "You are crazy," it has double effect mm. because here the society uh, already see you as mm. crazy, but then you realize that your craziness is actually the truth right your craziness yeah. it's actually. What you're supposed to be because the treasure is and was always right, right in your house right it was and always uh, within you yes, and so right. if you were afraid that uh, right. that, that uh, your craziness will tear you apart from your community mm. it goes vice versa right right if you don't if you if you don't know yourself I think here was Rabbi Nachman was saying. because I, I I'm interpreting the treasure as knowledge of self or at least knowledge of some uh, of some higher importance right because otherwise it wouldn't be in your house right and um, I'm, uh, I, I think he's saying you know sometimes we all have a dream of getting to know ourselves truly truly our, our true selves And live the authentic life right that's the dream right that's the sort of uh, American dream of uh, the 21 you know first century 21st century um, and in this search of authenticity you know it can look crazy yes right and, and the, the result that you get back when you come home might look a little bit di- crazy but it was always there. It was always there as a as a spark, yes, and I think that uh like the catharsic moment that we were speaking about mm. 
is not realizing I'm not crazy. It's realizing, yes, I, I, I could be crazy and still dwell within my community. Yeah. If, even if, if it will look weird right, right. Um, uh, to my neighbors, to right. my fellows, it doesn't tear me apart, right. and actually makes the kehila stronger. Ye yes, right. uh, and here Rabbi Nachman forming a very special kind of kehila, right. very special kind of community. Instead right. of community that that is based on the idea of homogeneity right. of everyone doing the same, right. it's a community that uh, that know how to respect and how to appreciate. The craziness of the different individual yeah, that, yeah. That, that contains it, yeah. and this is a very, very unique kind of of a yeah. community. Yes. And if you will go to mm. the concluding line, like mm. ma many of the stories, although Rabbi Nachman mm -hmm. went from giving homilies to right. saying stories. Many times he concludes with like some Musar Haskell, right, some yeah, conclusions. Yeah. Right. Uh, and here he's saying, and this is exactly the, uh, the job of the tzaddik. Right, yeah. A and um, if, if you are just reading, so yes, the, the tzaddik, who is the tzaddik? The tzaddik is the one that uh, will come and help you to find the treasure. Right. But after the, our, our conversation right now, right we can take it to a very different level. Yeah. Who is that Sadiq? That Sadiq mm. does help. Right. But it's not that that Sadiq really knows that he is helping. Mm. He is the one that will know to point out your craziness. Right. So that Sadiq uh, is uh, the uh, officer. Yes. Th that's In the story, that Sadiq is the officer. That Sadiq is the officer. And that Sadiq is the one that will see that something isn't is suspicious. Quite, yeah, uh, isn't quite right. Yes, isn't quite right. Uh, right. He's suspecting in something. Right, right. And um, it's not like uh, that he can figure out what happens here. No. Uh, and it's not like that he has a plan. Right. He's just going to, uh, to someone that seems a bit off the hook. Right. And asking him, are you half the hook? Makora, <laughs> yeah. And, and this is exactly the flick, the flick that someone needs, like right. a the, like a like a lamp, like a lamp switch. Yes. Yeah. Because the tzaddik is not there to to calculate the direction, to calculate the route right. for you. Right. That Sadiq just happens to be there right. and to give you some point to reflect on yourself yeah. and to be ready to adopt to your own right. craziness, right. to your own dream. Right, right. I mean, so the, the in this case then, if if the officer is the Tzaddik, the, 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 even the Tzaddik has a dream. Yes, right? but, but and and uh, I think that's 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 interesting, right? Because we usually look at the tzaddik, and the tzaddik uh, is usually the highest regarded person in the community, or v'chola v'chola. But in this, then, right, the tzaddik is the one to sort of rev your engine, the one to have this ha that has the keys to start your car. Yes, right? but but but. Uh, here again, th right. there are two endings to the story. Right. Like, for one side, the tzaddik is the one that has a dream, mm. but he is totally critical. He is mm. cynical about right. his dream. Right. Who cares? I'm having dreams all the time. Like, yeah. he's the one that yeah. that give up on his dream. Right. So, again, it's right. not like that he have a dream and he can achieve right. it. Right. Uh, but from the other side, mm. a tzaddik. Although he know he don't know how he achieves it, right? He does. Right. Li without right. the tzaddik, th no one will uh, find. There's this no treasure. part of the story that ends anywhere if that officer hadn't been there at that exact location. At so, that so time. the dream of the tzaddik, the dream of the officer, uh, uh. does come true. Right. Al although the officer never have no right. clue about yeah. it. 
True. That's very that's very true. Uh, because I mean he doesn't get the treasure, right? The 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 officer doesn't get the treasure. Yes, and this is But I, uh, I yeah. It's a it's a very interesting form of community because right. uh, we said it's a it's a community of dreamers right. but not in a visionary way, but in a much more crazy way. Right, yeah. But also uh, it's a community of coincidence. Right. Like uh, right. no uh, everyone cooperate but no one really knows that they are co- cooperating yeah. with one another. Right, until until the entire plan is laid out, right? No one really actually knows what they're doing. Uh, you know, even. And I think in a, in a lot of ways that can sort of reflect the community, right? Cuz uh, you know, you have in, in every community you have structures, right? You have people that are responsible for certain areas and then you have volunteers and then you, then you have um uh you know, all type of levels of people that are in your community. But usually the challenge is communication, right? In a community to find out okay, who does what and when. Yes, and here in this community Th- there is no shared language. Like right. each one I- is uh, is having his own language. Right. But somehow they are communicating because they are by our dreams having communicate. Right. Uh, like uh, they are helping each other. Right. Or at least noticing right. each other. Because right. I think what Rabbi Nachman is saying through this story onto this context, right, is that the um, the. Uh, how do you how do you say this? Um, the smallest principle that everyone has in common, right, mm-hmm. for being here or whatever, for for do for doing what they're doing here, is that they have a dream, right, or is that they 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 share a vision of some sort. It doesn't need to be specific, although in the story of Rabbi Nachman, they both have you know competing dreams. Right, and there, no, the guard's dream is, oh, the treasure is in his place, right, in the in the travel traveler's place, but in the traveler's dream, it's under the bridge in Vienna, right. So, but they're both dreamers, right? They both have the ability to dream. One is more pessimistic, and one is more uh, positive, and affirming, you know. Yeah, I think. Those are definitely two contexts of peoples that I have seen here at Camp Ramah. Right? I, there are many more other different types of like people, but you know, we're all brought here with some type of vision of what we what we want this experience to be, right? And how we want to build this community together. But we don't communicate efficiently enough to actually uh, make it a well, well-oiled machine in that sense of the machine. Yes, and maybe the solution can be also really, as you said, uh, the Breslover solution, mm. which is, yes, we can be a community even if we mm. don't know how to be a machine together right. because sometimes the glue right. that makes it, us into a community... Right is not uh, our plans because yeah. w- we make plans and God is laughing right, as, exactly. as we know yes. uh, so the idea of uh, of community can be also a community of mistakes community right. of right. of coincidence and now we will listen to a song and later on we will develop it to the idea of Ladun Lekaf Schut, which is a very important, another very important part of the Rabbi Nachman School of Thought. Thank <laughs> you. 
אז הבטיח לא לנדוד שוב כמו החול. כשהרוחות אותו ליטפו בעוז אחז במות האוהל. אוזניו התמו לא לשמוע, לא לנשום כללת הצליל. אתה נבד לחש מדבר, אתה נקבר באוהל צר. והכבשים באו בוואדי כמו חליל. השיטפונות שכח את כל מה שהבטיח אל הצילים של החליל הושיט ידיים בסופה במחול טירוף בין קנה הסוף נסחף שיכור כמו חול ברוח גם הסלעים פרסו כנפיים כמו ענווה וכשחזר שוב על סוסו להעמיק את מות האוהל על היריות היא בחוטים ובצבעים מילים רק מה? ברוך שלך בוגד, איך הוזיתם במות האוהל? כי גם אותי סופה נודדת סחפה המדבר היה שולח. ליטפו את גופה הרך והסופה טרפה הכל. חדליות כמו החולות, אני רוצה אותך כמו סלע. אז הבטיח לא לנדוד שוב כמו החול. So let's just do some sound check. Uh, I'm speaking, 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 and I'm fine. Okay, try to speak to the microphone. Hello, uh, I am Alex. La la la. Oh, much closer, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, we're great. All right, good. So I have to sit uh, here. Good. And actually, we can do the microphone like this. All right, so we'll be able to. סיטי about the mm. treasure under the bridge yes. and about how our community can be evolved even from some sort of coincidence mm-hmm. uh, and actually maybe this is what make a community a community the idea that is not coming from one mind there is no one director that uh, leading it all but uh, Th- there are various uh, voices that somehow 
getting alone and creating something that then that is bigger and better than every specific voice or individual I mean yeah you, you need uh, I, I, you need that to build a community I think that um, it's self-evident from everything being in any community uh, you can see that you, you see that people have different wills people have different uh, things that they want out of the community that they need out of the community whether it's spiritual or social or uh, just physical presence right we, we, you know we pretty much I think the best type of communities try to be there for each other right but they're all different people right we're not I mean maybe you can make the case that the rabbi is the uniting voice of the Kehila right but even so people are gonna ask the rabbi questions that interest them not necessarily that confirms just the rabbi's opinion yeah. about something but that um, And, and expresses uh, the difference in the community and the happenstance yes and also the, the rabbi he, he, he can be like uh, have an important part of the kihila no. but the rabbi is not the kihila because the, the, the rabbi uh, need to respond to something and right. if there is nothing to respond to so there is no rabbi and if yeah. we will go like yeah. to the officer back in the story uh-huh. so Uh, which uh, we said that uh, the officer he is the, uh, there to symbolize the tzaddik mm. uh, we said that what is so special about this officer is that mm. uh, he helps without knowing that he is helping so right. the rabbi is uh, is not the director of the movie right. he can be like a very important character right. but uh, But, but uh, what's happening is bigger than uh, what's happening in the officer slash the rabbi's mind. Right. I mean, there's a, there's a famous you know, Hasidic saying, right? That the uh, rabbi is the geologist of the soul, right? So, like, and in that saying, it says that the rabbi uh, can, the rabbi can't teach you where to go, but he can teach you what to look for. Right? And in that sense, the rabbi isn't making the journey for you, but is enabling you to make that journey. And I think, in many senses, um, this officer, even if he didn't know, enabled him, the character, to make this, to make this journey. And, and um, I think that a lot of the time, Uh, the advice that people ask for is not always the advice that you give right and sometimes people take out of a conversation something that wasn't even said but that was so important to them right because of just of the gravitas of the situation that uh, you say something without even saying it Yeah, so many times like uh, uh, like I taught something mm-hmm. and, I, and I met uh, s- someone like uh, it can be like a year later mm-hmm. and um, and he told me and they're told and telling me, oh I remember the class that you taught back then and it was such a, a Uh, su- such a, an interesting class and I said yeah yes I really mm-hmm. uh, liked uh, uh, the topic of this and this and mm. they said ah we don't remember <laughs> anything about this but we remember this yeah. specific thing yeah no I said okay I don't remember saying it but I'm glad that you right. heard it right right uh, and I'm sure I'm sure that other conversations probably happened on that bridge right other pu- other people probably stopped him and asked something but what was recorded right was the kernel right the essential part for the story to function yes and if we will go back to the idea of Kehilak Dosha mm-hmm. of being a community 
the need for a community is the need exactly for those kind of encounters mm-hmm. that, that uh, really bring the best out of me. Right. Like being a, a community is a way for improving ourselves mm-hmm. and, and each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the, the best thing mm-hmm. because... There are so many things that um, we cannot change and right. we cannot do. Yeah. And uh, Kohelet said, Tovim ha-shnayim in ha-echad v'achut ha-meshulash lo b'mehera inatek. Because when we are together, it's not only like that we are uniting mm. for the same cause, which no. we can do no. and it It's amazing when we are doing it right but it's also like how this sp- each and every encounter can lead both of the sides uh, to to do great things right right and I think there's so it's so often that we think about the dynamic of the community as sort of being you Well, we're supposed to unify for one singular cause together, and that's Zale, right? Like, that's what a community is, in, in many senses. Um, but I think that a community is much more, it's much deeper than that, right? It's where we go to look for meaning. It's where we go to allow us to look for the meaning in, in Kedusha. Right? It, it, it's basically um, a place where our mindset might be a little bit different right because we have a, created a space for a Kadosh Baruch Hu, yeah. right? to you know quote unquote dwell with us as we pray or or as we um, engage in Torah or uh, you know as we or if we engage in, in other types of learning. Yes, it's a, it's talking a to members of our community and maybe saying well I'm sorry you know I'm sorry for your loss or <laughs> or you meet people in the various stages of their life hearing this helped me to understand that like community is the ability to realize that there are parts of myself that that uh, go beyond my body mm. and soul like uh, uh, if it's it's not only like my personal body and my personal property and everything mm. like if I really believe that I am part of a community mm. so I have no boundaries for myself like mm-hmm. some of myself mm-hmm. doesn't belong to me it, it belonged right. to me but right. as some sort of a right. of a common thing right and, and in fact right the entire world belongs to the Kaush Baruch Hu. yes we are only here uh, because we're allowed by God to uh, you know to sh- to show me yes for me like th- this Adama, is like this You know, yes, for me, like uh, the connection to God and the connection to, to the community starting from the, the same this point, point yeah. this specific point in which I understand that uh, uh, that if I want to identify myself, I should do it right. in a very wider terminology. Right. And, I, and I think that, you know, the Rebbe Nachman story essentially, right, is trying to teach us about the value of, uh, of the, you know, the, the Jewish part of the search, right? The, the saying of, um, um, don't forget that you have a Jewish neshama, right? And that too is extremely special, like a treasure, right? That's, it should be treasured to you. So that reminds me, you know, that connection, if I were to be using a Rebbe Nachman word, Bechinat, right? 
this Bechinat yes. to... Yes, uh, Bechinat is, this is like this. Right, so Bechinat, Shabbos, right? Okay. So, uh, in a similar way, Shabbat is supposed to be Yakar to the Jewish people. Um, it reminds me of, of, a, of a story from, uh, from the uh, Netiv of Shalom about when he talks about Shabbos. Okay. And he talks about Shabbos in a way where um, God, is, God is meeting uh, a dear friend to him. And God says, wait, I have a gift for you. Let me go into my treasure room. Or my, uh, I forget what it's called in English, but uh, treasure room is, is, is basically the back room, right, where you keep all your uh, most treasured belongings. And so the, the, uh, the, um, the purpose of that statement is to suggest, right, uh, like Jewish tradition suggests, is that, um, you know, the Am Yisrael and the Kash Baruch Hu, that they're in a relationship, even married even. In some uh, mm-hmm. right, and that God, or God, goes to this, you know, precious treasurer, treasury, uh, to try to find a gift for his betrothed. Mm-hmm. Right, that is fitting. Yes, matana shmurali bevet gnazai. Exactly. Right. So. Was looking, struggling to look for a phrase, so thank you. Um, so I think that for me is, is the, you know, as the sages say, right, Shabbos is a chalek of Lamaba, and that is precious, that should be viewed as precious to us. And I think that um, looking at it that way, the story, right, and saying, Jews have a special responsibility to nurture their soul, right? Amazing. And, and they even, you know, the story says you have to go sometimes to different societies in order to realize that you too have something special. I remember thinking about this as a child. Not, well, sort of as a child. I guess I was 13 12 or 13 when I was studying Greek philosophy okay um, you studied Greek philosophy well Greek ph- history and, and and philosophy simultaneously very nice I mean I don't know if I, got, I understood anything of the philosophy part but I definitely got the you know the Greek midrashim uh, mm-hmm. ala Plato and you know mm-hmm. stuff like this in the stories um, so what I was struck with so I went to a non-Jewish school Mm-hmm. And what I always was struck with being the only Jew in class, mm-hmm. usually, is that like this seems so wonderful, right? This this tradition of you know Greek heritage, um, it seems pleasant, it seems fun, it seems interesting. The you know the the all the stories about. Um, different wars and different like cre- you know different gods and they seem so alive and animated. Mm-hmm. So I kept thinking to myself, where is that in my tradition, mm-hmm. right? And I but it, and I, so I started going going to look and I found definitely a bunch of very inspiring uh, stories in the Jewish tradition and I find that I found in fact that. The Jewish tradition is full and ripe with various treasures that one who wants to find them can find them. <laughs> Come, my young friend, come, my 
I'm David Goodman, I'm here with Alexander Eisen with a very, very Breslover kind of program and a Breslover kind of community. A community that, uh, that really touches our search for the gifts that surround us and understanding that uh, our self is is bigger than what we thought it is and um, and as far as we know that uh, each and every one of us is more than what we think we should have these perspectives also looking at the other and here we will go to one of uh, Rabbi Nachman's most favorite the most famous Torah which is known as Azamra which means to, thi- to sing uh, and this is a Torah 282 in Likutei Moharan the big book of Rabbi Nachman uh, and Azamra means how the whole universe becomes like a song mm. for the holiness and the divinity that surrounds us. And it starts like this. Da, ki tzarich ladun et kol adam lechav zchut. Vafilu mishahu rasha gamor tzarich lechapes velimtso bo eize meat tov shebeoto meat eino rasha. ועל ידי זה שמוצא בו מעט טוב ודן אותו לכף זכות, על ידי זה מעלה אותו באמת לכף זכות, ויכול להשיבו בתשובה. וזה בחינת ועוד מעט ואין רשע, והתבוננת על מקומו ואיננו. היינו שהפסוק מזהיר לדון את הכל לכף זכות. ואף על פי שאתה רואה שהוא רשע גמור, אף על פי כן אתה צריך לחפש ולבקש למצוא בו מעט טוב, ששם אינו רשע, וזהו ועוד מעט ואין רשע. So in English it means that uh, you should give everyone the benefit of the doubt and even someone that is an absolute sinner you should seek and find even the smallest good deed because this small thing shows us that this man is not an absolute rasha he's not an absolute sinner There is a specific good thing in him. And when you find this small good thing, 
you are giving him the benefit of the doubt, but here the benefit of the doubt is not a good translation because mm-hmm. it's not even the doubt. Like, you have no doubt that this guy is a sinner, but ladun lekafzchut means to look at him in a good ob- obstacle mm-hmm. in some way. In a good way. Um, so when you look at someone in a good way, you really uplift him and bring him to the good way and then he's coming back to be a good person. And here Rabbi Nachman quotes a pasuk that says that very soon there will be no sinner and you will look to, uh, to the exact place where the sinner used to stand and it vanished and he has a very nice drasha in this pasuk and he says that when you see him as a sinner you are putting him in a specific place but after you found something good for him so so somehow you moved him from this very sinful and evil place to a different place. Mm. So this sinful and hateful place just vanishes and disappears. And this idea of um, giving people the benefit of the doubt mm. and looking at the world with the glasses of the goodwill, mm. it's a very important in Rabbi Nachman's thoughts. I mean, it's 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 essential, even I would say, and even I I, I even think that uh, to an extent, um, Rabbi Nachman is describing reality in the sense when he says, uh, you know, you you look at this person in one place, uh, at one specific you know time slice, right? But then for the very la- for the very other second, he's not there anymore, right? Poof. <laughs> Sort of, and I think that's describing reality. No one is ever static in their way of being, right? So don't think, don't think that people are one thing, right? Don't think, don't think that uh, Russia is completely Russia, ever, because no, because that person is a person. That person is a is a Jew, right? As is. My assumption bringing it to the Rebbe Nachman text that he's talking about Jews. Jews, um, but like uh, this is Jews because we are speaking to our community, right. but, but it could, uh, it could, yes, it could apply uh, to our Kedusha is a very Jewish Kedusha, right. and we should appreciate it right. because this That's is the treasure that uh, hides under our oven back right. at home. Right, and even um, putting people in a place of you are a Russia. Uh, damages their ability to search for their own neshama, right? Like, you putting them there in that spot of you are a sinner puts them in that spot. Yes. And And he wants to say, don't judge a person in that way. Judge a person favorably because by by judging favorably, you will have caused that person to do tshuva, right? In the sense that you will cause them, in your mind, you have removed the evil in your mind. Also, it's reflexive. Yes. Right? And, because and so, you are judging. Yes. You are judging them, Russia. Right? And Rabbi Nachman is saying, you're wrong. You're wrong and you're dead wrong. You don't know why? Because... There is no way on this glorious earth that someone could not have done good once in their life. Mm-hmm. Right? There's just no way. And I think he goes on to say that further down in, the passage, in, in, in this passage that there, is, there surely isn't uh, any, any time where someone hasn't done a mitzvah. Right? Hasn't done a mediocre of, of good. And I think that's so powerful. Right? He's saying, don't use your judgment, don't use your deen, don't use your 
Gvura, right? Don't call down the sphere of Gvura with all its power. You have to use Chesed to mediate that. So that's why he's saying, look at this point. Look at this point of good. And think, now that you know that, are you even able to judge this person as a Rasha? No. Because he disappeared from that category. Yes. and The moment you found something good, he disappeared. And he said, I challenge you, in fact, to not find anything good. There is no one that doesn't have any good in them. Right? Which is a profound, you know, profoundly Jewish statement, right? In the sense that Judaism looks at human beings as essentially good Yes, yes, and also the community, like community can hold people down because it can be just like a group of peer pressure that's yeah. saying once you were a Rasha and you have Always no way Russia. back, yeah, yeah. like you should be sticking uh, right. like those uh, small things that you have done and you can never change, like uh, uh, there is only like uh, the first impression and that's it. Mm. But, uh, but Rabbi Nachman says, no, I want to create a community of tshuva. Right. N- not a community that, uh, that is like a, a place that you will, uh, you, you will go down in. Right. A place that lifts you up. A place right. that improves right. the different parts of community. Right. And a place that really helps every part of the community to be a better person and right. a better self right. and a better part of the community right and, and in fact the point is to actualize one's Jewish identity meaning to give people space to explore what it means to them to be Jewish right and what it in fact means for them and the relationship that they have with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. and in fact uh, Rabbi Nachman is saying, by being judgmental in that way, he's, saying, he's not saying don't judge at all. Right? He's saying judge with favor, right? as Peter Kiavot says. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that that's an essential outlook because Rabbi Nachman also demands of you to be happy, right? not to be done in the dance. Right? And I think that he addresses this part first because this is the most common part. The most common part in our communities is that we judge other people by what they do and what they say firsthand, one time and they're done. Right? We're not being forgiving. We're not allowing people to do tshuva, which is chas v'shalo, right? Because we do have once a year, right? Yom Kippur, where the community is supposed to stand in and say, right, we forgive. Yes, and in the end of uh, the work of the high priest in uh, Yom Kippur, after he finished to purify the whole people, so the Mishnah said, and he went back to his home, and he had a very festive meal because mm-hmm. it's a celebration knowing that we can be better yeah, right. and that we can right. have a new start. And it's an ex- in fact, it's, a, it's an extremely good lesson in, in community management, right? The fact that don't hold a grudge, right? That's the worst thing that you could do. And I think that's what Rabbi Nachman is actually addressing here. Right, because why? Why would we think that someone's a rasha? Mm-hmm. Right, the point uh, of a rasha, right, is someone that does some bad things over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Right, it's not someone that does this once or twice. Right, mm-hmm. it's someone that does it a lot. So, even that person, Rabbi Nachman says, I challenge you, I dare you, to say that he's not good. Right. Mm-hmm. And in fact, he's saying, you who deem this person a Rasha, you have to check your assumptions. 
and we are getting close to the end of this episode and I would like to end it in a tefillah that we will learn how to be a community that empower the different parts of it and that helps ourselves to be improved a community that knows that uh, every part of it has a has a real deep meaning and no part of it is a real rasha mm. every part of it has a schut mm. and that we will have the right way to see this schut and to become better persons in a better environment and that we will know to appreciate it to appreciate each other thank you very much thank Alexander you. Eisen I was David Goodman this was episode 5 of Shomim Keila we will be back here next week Shabbat Shalom